0: Welcome back to the Food for Thought podcast. In this episode, sponsored by Insight Solutions, we're talking with Heath Clifton, Director of Automation and Controls, about food-safe robotics. We talk about what food-safe robotics are as well as the difference between hygienic and sanitary robotics before turning our attention toward the key features processors should look for when evaluating robotics enjoy the episode Welcome to the Food for Thought podcast. Let's kick things off by having you explain what Food Safe Robotics are.
1: So Food Safe Robotics um, would be a a robot that is designed to be on the primary side of an application, which is generally uh, um, a place where it's direct product contact. Um, It's an area that gets washed down daily. Um, you know, high-pressure spray, you know, warm water, you know, it, it's a it's a robot that can get wet. You generally, if you're going to look at IP ratings, it's going to be in the IP67, IP69K rating. Um, it's going to be hygienically designed. It's going to be sanitary. It's going to be ready to meet all those conditions without having to be bagged or, um, you know, something different done to it, uh, you know, just like the rest of the equipment that's on the line. You want it to be able to be disassembled and sprayed down without any extra effort put into um, sectioning it off.
0: Well, speaking up, can you explain the difference between hygienic and sanitary, particularly as it relates to food safe robotics?
1: Absolutely. Um, I, I think a lot of people, when they look at robotics or even you know any equipment that goes into a primary side application, you know they talk about IP ratings. Um, you know IP 69K, IP 67 are generally um, the ratings that people look for, and they think once they have these IP ratings and they put them into their application that they're they're perfect and they're ready to go. And that, that's not necessarily the case. The the IP rating really only relates to um, it getting wet and and having water you know on it um, how long can it be submerged in water and still work correctly um, you know when you're referencing something being hygienic you know that really comes into play is the cleanability you know how it's shaped um, you know for something to be hygienic you want it to be uh, smooth surfaces you know rounded surfaces things that don't uh, don't have harborage points and no places there aren't any places for water to sit. Um, you know, when it comes to sanitary design, you know it really goes along with those same things. There's not harborage points. You know, it's a it's a piece of equipment that can hold up to not only the water um, but also the caustic chemicals you know lots of times um, you know especially meat processors they're going to be using caustic chemicals to clean get rid of any bacteria or anything in there so for a, a robot to be hygienic and sanitary it's easily cleanable you know can stand up to not just the water but also the caustic chemicals that go along with it
0: if food processors were considering this option What key features should they look for when evaluating robotics?
1: You know, I think it goes back to a lot of things I was just kind of referencing. You know, everybody always looks for the IP rating at first. So you're going to want one that's IP67 or IP69K. You know, I don't know who who decided to start marketing IP69K um, for the food industry, but they should be given an award because everybody thinks it has to be IP69K for it to go on a primary site environment, and that's definitely not the case. Um, IP67 is a perfectly acceptable um, washdown rating, um, so you really want to look for one of those two ratings. Um, you know, it's going you want it to be stainless steel, or you want it to have um, you know some sort of special coating to be able to again stand up to the cost of chemicals. You know, obviously, you know, there are different ratings of stainless that you're going to look for when it comes to um, you know washdown and chemicals. Um, you know, there are some robots out there that um you know have special coatings that aren't made out of stainless that are ready to be put in a wash down environment. Um, you know, I, I think again people get caught up on it has to be stainless steel, otherwise it's not gonna work. And that that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, some other key features when you go to evaluating a robot is you know the integrator that you use as well. You know, who who is the person that's going to be designing it for you, um, putting it in for you? Do they have experience in the food industry? You know, I, I would say that's a challenge with a lot of um, end users is that, you know, they have this integrator that has maybe done robot programming for years, but they're not used to the food industry. They're not, they don't understand the standards um, and what exactly happens, you know, when things get cleaned. You know, they don't design for sanitary and hygienic purposes um so there's de- there's definitely lots of features to look for and you know it's not just the robot itself it's you know who who is doing the robot programming are they making it easy for your application are they making it you know they, they're making it in a way that it can be cleaned and easily 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 cleanable as well
0: when it comes to food safety and robotics what does it mean to be a trusted partner
1: so for us really being a trusted partner is um you know knowing what What it is you're trying to build. You know, we we work very closely, you know, with our customers to try to understand exactly what they need. You know, many times customers come to us and they say, "Hey, we really need this thing." Um, And once we dig into what they're wanting, what they need, there there might be other aspects of it that you know they haven't looked at or thought about. Um, So it's you know it's really bringing that experience um you know and and trying to and really partnering with a with a customer you know we just don't wanna sell a piece of equipment to you and just move on to the next one we wanna design something for you that is gonna make your life easier it's gonna make the you know the the day to day production better you know it's 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 gonna make all aspects of it you know maintenance sanit, sanitation all of, you know quality we wanna we wanna design and build something and uh you know give our customers a good feeling that when they gets put in and when they're running it, that they know um, that, that everything's going to work. And then if they do have issues, they can come back to us. You know, we'll be there to work with them on it, understand what the issues are uh, and then be able to fix it you know as quickly as possible and, and get them back up and running and, uh, and uh, hopefully onto some more projects that we can help with. Well,
0: Heath, you provided a lot of great information here today. I just want to say thank you for joining me on today's episode of the food for thought podcast. For everyone listening to the food for thought podcast today thank you for tuning in you can find us on apple podcasts spotify stitcher and just about everywhere you can listen to a podcast be sure to tune in next time as we talk more about the stories behind the headlines of the food and beverage industry take care have a great day